Yo people, welcome to Conversations with Kenji. I'm Kenji Gori, professional footballer, mindset coach and founder of On The Ball. This podcast provides a platform for those in the football world to share their stories, perspectives and life on and off the pitch. Welcome to Conversations with Kenji. Today we are joined with the Tiki Taka master, Andreas. I'm happy to have you on here today, bro. Happy to be here, bro. <laughs> Love it, man. It's been such a long time since we played together, bro. But it feels like it was yesterday, you know, in the youth team at United. And, you know, like when I saw you making your debut, it made me so happy. You know, like I was actually like, yes, good, bro. Like finally sort of thing. And, and it's still like, and now to see you still being at United and, and playing, like it's just sick, bro. It's sick to see. Yeah, thank you, bro. It's, you know, like you said, it's a long time we didn't play together. Uh, and of course, I'm, I'm happy for you. I've seen you doing your thing. You know, uh, you're now a coach, you know, of the mind and, and, you, and you're playing in Portugal, killing us your goals. You know, always happy to see these things, you know, happy to see like friends doing well. It's, it's always good. I appreciate it, man. I appreciate it a lot. And uh, I can just remember my, my first memory was when you came from PSV, then moved to United, you know, like the wonder kid coming from PSV going to United, you know, how was that experience for you? Uh, in the beginning for me, it was quite difficult because in PSV it was like, um, I can do whatever I want. And, and I was at United and I was like in between, like I was with you guys, you were older. I was like, wow, what do I have to do here? It's like different style of football. It's, I was like living alone. My family left behind. I was like, you know, cheese. I have to be careful here. What did I say? You know, I can. I, I had people like older people in front of me. I was like, I have to. I have to be careful. I have to show them I can play football. You know, wow. so I had to adapt a lot. You know, the football is different than in Holland. It's like it was more physical and training with you guys. You guys would smash me and train. I remember. I was like, wow, I'm not used to this. No, it, it's for sure. It was something new. Yeah, man. I remember you came coming in and everyone was like, everyone was like trying to smash you and that because you were that guy that like that close control, you know, you wanted to, you wanted to show how good you are. And I remember like even in training, you used to dive and that. Remember? You used to like dive ah, and stuff like that. And we, <laughs> and we were like, get the fuck up, bro. Get the fuck up. And you, yeah, man, it brings back memories, bro. Really. It's, it, it, and I can imagine like how that change must have been for you. You know, you're coming from PSV being the best there. Now coming to an environment where, you know, it's competitive and you're coming in and you're playing with us, which are like older guys sort of thing. And, and, you know, I remember you coming and I was just like, oh, fucking hell, man. Now I've got another guy to compete with. You know, like, it's like you, you came and then came and I was like, oh my days, like more guys in my position where I'm like, wow, when am I going to play? You know what I mean? But it's just, it's just, that's why it's like, um, it's good to, to hear how you progressed and, and what your experiences were at that time. It's, um, it's good to hear, bro. And then, so, so now like coming back to that time at United, you know, you're, you're coming from PSV. Now you're, now you're at United. Like what, what, what were your thoughts back then? You know, what were you thinking? When I arrived, to be fair, I was like, uh, the first three months I was like, Wow, this is too different. It's like, I don't think I will, you know, um, you know, I don't have really friends here. I, mm -hmm. I don't, 
stay here. I was uh, I was loving to stay at PSV. I just went for United because it's a it's a massive club. So mm-hmm. it was like I'm not sure if I want to stay here. Like after two months, I called my dad and I said, "Look, maybe I want to come back. I don't know. I'm not sure about this." My dad said, "Stay there. Stay there at least like a season." So you see how it is, and I stayed the whole season. And of course, we—I spoke to you, I spoke to Giuliano, mm-hmm. to Chuck, or my—you know—my friends, and I can speak to. But I said, Luca. Then I went to United, and I said, if my parents don't come, I will—I will go, because staying in digs and everything—it's too. Mm-hmm. The environment was too different. Then I was at home, you know. I have a Brazilian home, like my mom cooked food, and suddenly you—you're like. In, in, in a different country without your family and I was like I was lost so I said now my family has to come and and it was good you know they brought my family over my family like they left everything behind just to come with me wow. they didn't know if if you know I was gonna as, at United maybe I could not be a footballer they, everything was unsure so mm-hmm. and they helped me out we lived together in the house and, and after that, I felt very good. Yeah, man, it's interesting. It's like you're saying that because from my point of view, you know, my family's there. So I've like, I've not even experienced the thoughts that are going in your mind, you know, because we're like competing, but also we're friends on that level. Because you speak Dutch, I speak Dutch. We kind of had that connection. Like to hear it from you to say that, to say that, you know, it was difficult at that time. It's like, I didn't even think about that for you, you know, like, for me it was like we're all here just trying to get to the first team we're all here just trying to on a mission but like we don't realize how effect off the pitch it really can have you know like feeling lonely and also you were young you know you were 16 and you're moving you're moving out and you now you you're in england at 16 you're like oh my days what the hell is this living with another family and and it can imagine it being difficult you know at that time I remember as well, I arrived and I was like, mm, I speak English, so ah, it's easy. I arrived and I remember Paul McGuinness, he said something to me. I was like, huh? <laughs> I don't understand nothing. What is this, man? The English lessons were useless. <laughs> I couldn't understand nothing. Yeah, and then, and then we went to college and you actually had English lessons, right? You had English lessons and I was like doing business, B-Tech, and you were going to English classes. English classes with the foreign players. After that, you know, after two months, it was okay. Yeah, you were good. You were good. There was a couple guys that didn't Joel, you know. (laughs) That took a while for him to start speaking English. (laughs) But it's mad, you know. So then you're going, you know, you're getting, you're going towards uh, the first team, you know. Then now you're playing in the under-23s a lot. You're you're getting pushed. You're getting, um, you're getting that, that chance to go and really make a name for yourself. How was that? How was that process for you to to go up the age groups? You know, you're in the under 18s now. You're getting in the under 23s, playing with Pogba, playing with big players. You know, how was that jump for you? I think from the 18s to the 21s was a big jump. Like mm-hmm. we arrived in the 21s, and it was like um, more like men's football. It was all physical. It was nothing technical, not tactical. We were like running players into the ground who's the fittest will survive so with warren i learned a lot all the side that i didn't have a football he put it in me so mm-hmm. like uh 
he said it to me a lot of times, like I was a pussy on a bitch or yeah, something. I remember. <laughs> after that, after I worked with him, he said, like, now you're, you're, you're like, you're faster on the pitch now. Huh? You're like, you, like, you're dirty now. Said, it's like, true. Like, even when I'm watching you now, like, you're still, you're going in, boom, you're tackling, you're sliding, you're getting up, you're running, and your game's kind of changed from, from when I'm, I used to look at you. Like, I used to look at you like, you, you're the nice in the midfield, you know, like the ball comes and, and everything's beautiful, you know. But now it's like the other side is coming out where it's like, boom, you're tackling and also your, your thing's coming out. Sorry to cut you, but, but yeah, yeah man, that's, I just wanted to share that. But that's it. And, and after, I learned a lot in the 21s that like the toughness, like how to get beat and get up, like mm. were older and much stronger than there again. And they were like in training. No fouls, you know how Warren is. No fouls. Yeah. <laughs> I used to get kicked all the time, and then of course, like I started to play in the twenty ones, playing well, scoring goals, and I was like, mm, you know, maybe I'll get a chance in the first team. I'm doing well in the reserves, and but you see, like in your head, it's like so far away. Like you're like, ah, it's impossible, man. I'm doing well. They buy a player. Yeah. I'm doing well. They buy another player. I'm like, shit, it's like, what do I have to do? Like, score hat-tricks all the games? It's impossible. Yeah. Then, then it's like, wow, it's, you know, I was thinking like, I'm, I don't think I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get there. I'm, so I'm just going to focus on myself. I'm going to do the best what I can do. If it happens, it happens. If it don't happen, cool, you know. Mm -hmm. I, I think there still, I can go somewhere else and play. Yeah. And, uh, and that's what... That's what really happened, and I just focused on myself. And when Van Gaal came, um, and he had like a preseason, and he said like, oh, "Which ones are like the players are doing well in the reserves?" They appointed like three or four, so he went up to train with the first team, and you know, like you know that it's like it's this or you stop, you're done. <laughs> <laughs> so um, this is your opportunity. If you fuck up now, you finish. Exactly. So I was like, I wanted to show I'm good, but not to show too much. So I, I was like pretending I'm cool, but out in my head I was like, shit. <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah. So I was, I was like this calm, and then, um, you know, we did the training. I trained well, and then he came to me, said, Andreas. I think you're a very good player, but I'm not going to take you on preseason. Stay with the reserves, and and that like I I was a bit upset to be fair, and I mm -hmm. and right away, and I said, look, I think I'm good enough to go with you to the preseason. I said it to him, and he was wow. like, he was a bit shocked. He was like, you think you're better than Rooney? And now I said, no, not now, but maybe in the future I can be. I don't know. But I'm sure enough, I know I'm good enough to play with you guys. So I think I deserve a chance. And he said like wow. this, like your attitude and, uh, of, okay, you won't go still, but when you're back and, and you do well, you can be with us. So I said, okay. And um, when, when they came back from preseason, I was doing still well with the reserves and everything. And uh, was the game that I had my debut, was the chance like, I trained with the first team. I was training like most of the days with the first team. And then suddenly he came up to me and he said, uh, okay, you're going to have your chance now. You're going to play against Ipswich, home. 
you're going to play left wing. And, uh, you know, you show me. And then uh, it's when I played well and I scored. And, and since then, I moved up in the first team changing room. <laughs> wow, man. That is massive that you had the balls to go and tell the man, yeah, I think I'm good enough. You know, like most of the time, like people like are not going to really say that, but you were so secure in, in, and confident in your ability that you could say to a coach of his caliber, you know, like he's a big coach for him, to, for you to say like, listen, I think I'm good enough. I think yeah. I have it. You know, that takes courage. That takes thingy. And, and it shows that, you know, to be a professional, it does take courage. It does take that, that extra will to, 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 to be confident in yourself. Yeah. You know? it, I thought in my mind, like, if I'm not going to say it now, it's going to get passed. And, you know, maybe in 10 years time, I will say like, why didn't I say nothing? I'm going to say it now. If he says, hey, what are you thinking? I'm in the same position as always. I'm going to be in the reserves. So, True, uh, and it worked out well. And to be fair, when he put me in the first team, you know, it was, you know, emotional for me. Like, wow. it was something special when he said, he called me in his office with Warren and he said, look, I'm going to think about it and you deserve to be in the first team. You can take your stuff and put it in the first. So I arrived, bro. I arrived my things in the first team. I was like, shaking you know i was like well, where i have to go the guys and and booker said oh, you can go there and i go next to me bro from percy on the other side schweinsteiger i was like this <laughs> i put stuff down i was like wow i didn't say a word bro i sit down from training i didn't want to be too long in the locker so they're like hey what this guy don't train on? so i was going gym pitch home gym pitch home you know, I go in the dressing room and when they were talking about like stuff, I was like this, you know, trying to listen. And then when I, I feel that they're looking at me, I'm like, ah, go to the dressing room. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, it's surviving. Wow, man. That is so mad because it's like from the under 23, from the 18 to the 23 to the under, like the reserves is already a big step, right? Because now you're turning into a man. But now you're going from the reserves to first team, you got so many big egos. You got Van Persie next year, Schweinsteiger. They've won everything that you can win. And then it's like Andreas comes in and you're like, I've just told the manager as well. Yeah, I think I'm good enough. And now it's like, yo, what? Like, how was that jump for you? You know, like, how was that? Because now it's so interesting you're saying, like, in the changing room, you know, you kept yourself to yourself sort of thing. But obviously on the pitch, you still had to show you know, your, your ability for you to, to get there. Like, how was that step from the reserves to now you're in the first team? It, it was like, it opens like another world. Like, you're in the first mm -hmm. team. They talk about different things. Like, it's not 21s. Like, you talk with your friends. Hey, what are we doing tonight? You're going to play some people. No, talk about this. I was like, you know, with a youth contract as well. And they were all like talking about cars. They're talking about money. I was like, wow. Oh, I, yeah, I have an A-class, you know, like a, a small car. Like I used to park on the other side as well. I didn't park with the first team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember they, they had a separate barrier as well. You go to the right. I said like, no, nah, I'm not going there. I'm parking my car here. So they don't say, hey, why you have this car? In <laughs> <laughs> the beginning it was, but... I was lucky because Van Persie helped me a lot. Like he's speaking Dutch as well, and he was mm -hmm. very, and and 
Schweinsteiger as well. <laughs> he was very kind and, and he helped me a lot, you know. So to be fair, when I arrived there, the first three, four weeks, I was just quiet, didn't say nothing. And then they helped me a lot, you know, and, and it's it's normal. They, they're humans as well. So when, exactly. when yeah. you know, and they feel that you need help, they, they will help you. So that's why it was a bit easier for me to adapt. Nah, it's big, man. It's it's really big because like you're killing it in the under twenty, like in the reserves football at the time. You know, it's under twenty threes now, but at the time it was reserves, and and you're like, you know, you're doing well, you're playing well, and now suddenly, shit, this is what I wanted, and now I'm here. It's like, oh, sh-, you know, it's it's a big jump, and now you're in in the first team, and then it also gets to a point, you know, where you're like, hey, no, I need more. I need to go and play games, right? I need to go and I need to go and play. And obviously you wanted to, to play that at United and, you know, you go on a couple of loans. How were the loans for you? Yeah, like, it's like you said, the first season when I went up and I felt like I was training with the first team and still playing with the 20, like the reserves. And mm-hmm. I was like learning a lot just by training with them. I was like, they play quicker, like they're, they're more clever and, and it's unbelievable how they play. And, I got like two, three games this this year with the first team, and after that I was like, okay, I want I want to play now. I think I want to play. I'm ready to play. I had enough of reserve football. Mm-hmm. Part of it, at least, be on the bench coming in. Like, and I felt um, it was the year that Van Gaal was sacked and Mourinho came in, and when Van Gaal was sacked, I don't know, like he had. He thought I was speaking bad about him or something Something happened. I didn't know why. And he spoke to Mourinho. And like he said, oh, Andreas is a very good player, but his discipline is, is not so good. He said this about me. And I was like, I was shocked. And Warren and, and we were like, oh, oh, like, why would he say something like that? So when I arrived the first day, Mourinho come to me and he said to me like this. I was like, oh. Me in preseason, like I trained so much in the holidays, like I say, I have to, you know. And I arrived there, and when you come to me, he said, Hey, he called me straight away, you know, like, Hey, Andre, come here. I was like, Shit. Oh, shit. <laughs> shit. And then he came and he, he said to me, Andreas, um, I hear you are, you're a break, huh? I was like, This, what? I said, Oh, no, I'm done. And, and he's, <laughs> he's like, Hey, you're a break, huh? Yeah, you don't listen, you're stubborn, you don't have discipline. Yeah, yeah, but you're a good player. So we will see this preseason how you do. I'll give you a chance. I want to see it with my eyes. And after, we'll see. I decide on you. I was like this. Okay, thank you, boss. Walk <laughs> away. I was like, no. See, I'm burned. If I do one little mistake, I'm done. So wow. I, I'm like this. I'm, I'm training. I'm doing my best. I'm... And uh, and this preseason we went to China and it was like the worst preseason. We didn't play against City because it was like cancelled. We had the fights and like we only trained. Mm-hmm. But we played one game in England and I scored. And he came to me and he said like, "Wow, oh, you're a good player and you listen. It's all the opposite what I hear about you. So okay, I'll give you a chance if you want to stay at, at the club." And I said, "Look, boss, I, w- I want to stay, but if it's your intention." Because they just bought Mkhitaryan and they bought a lot of players, and I said, "Look, I know he's gonna, you're gonna play him. It's obvious. So I want to play as well. So let me go on loan." So he said, "All right, you can go." And he was very like, he let me go and everything. So I went to Brazil. 
And when I arrived there, it was good, you know, like Spanish league, it is very diff different as well. It's like more technical and but it's difficult. It's like very tactical and and, and the players are very sharp, you know. And it was good for me. It, the team, like we went down, but for me personally, it was good. I played a lot of games. I, uh, like almost all the games I played, um, yeah. and I played well. But unluckily, we went down. And after that, uh, the second loan in, in Valencia, it was the same story. I came back from preseason, and uh, I said to Mourinho, I want to go. And at this time, he said to me, no, because he watched me in Granada. I said, no, you, you can play with us. I've seen you. you sc I scored five goals, and I had like six or seven assists. Mm -hmm. He said, like, if you can do this in a team that's going down, a team that mm. can do even more. So I said, like, okay, boss, I want to stay, but um, we will see in the preseason, you know. So I had more, like, I was at the time, like, I had more space to breathe. I was like, I can choose if I'm going to leave or stay now. Mm -hmm. Then he said to me, Andreas, stay, stay. And I said, all right, I will stay, no worries. And we had two days, like, before the season uh, already started two days before um, to go uh, in August because it closed in August the transfer period and the manager of Valencia called me like on a Saturday and Sunday it was closed he called me Saturday and he said like Andreas would you like to be interested to come to Valencia and play I really need you you're gonna play all the games I was like what this is a sick team to go yeah, Valencia big so it's like I, it's Granada Valencia step and then I can go to United it's like the perfect you know mm -hmm. and he called Mourinho I said look boss they called me and no 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 you're not going you're not going I was like okay I hung up the phone I was like shit I was like what do I have to do now I sent him a message I sent him a message I said boss I understand but I have to think about me and it's not only me it's about the club as well if I'm better one year in Valencia playing. I will be better for you next season. Mm -hmm. so you will have a win-win situation. And, he's, and he was like this. And in the end, he was like, okay, you can go. Uh, wow. And I, like on Sunday, I signed the papers like in a hurry. And I flew directly to Valencia. And yeah, for me, Valencia was a very good time. We, we got into the Champions League spot. I played most wow. of I got injured in the end, but... It was in the semi-final of the cup, so I got injured, and since then I didn't play anymore. Mm. But it was it was a very good season for me. And when I came back from that, and Mourinho was there, I had that was totally different. Like the next season after that, I felt like you know I played in Valencia. Yeah, I'm ready. I shown already what I can do. Yeah, I can play much better. But I'm not like a youth player anymore. I'm a player now I'm a real yeah. player and when I arrived back in, in United I had uh, another funny story he, he told me he came straight away he said Andreas last year you left on me yeah so if you want to play this season I don't have a number six you're gonna have to play number six I said but boss I, I never play number six I was playing Valencia right wing number 10 and now six he said now you have to play six I said, okay, I want to play. So I played six. And, bro, I played six. I played so well, number six. Mm -hmm. And it's like uh, against Leicester, number six, we went 3 0. 
I get called up by the national team from Brazil. I was like, I'm, I'm in dreamland. I'm like, it's, it's going to happen. It's this wow. year. The national team coach called me and he said, Andreas, we're going to call you up. But just so you know, you're not the number six. You're going to come as a, as a midfielder. I said, like, yeah, yeah thank you. <laughs> and, all right. Amazing. But when I came back, I didn't play anymore. You know, it was the coach decision. And then when, um, yeah, and then when I came back, Mourinho was, was gone. Like, he, he went in January. Mm-hmm. And, and then Ole came in. Yeah. And, and, you know, when Ole came in, of course, I was in a situation. I didn't play for three months. Mm-hmm. And I was sad. I wanted to play. And I felt it. I felt it like I played the first game in the Premier League. I felt like what the taste of it, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You were hungry for more. Exactly. And and when I when I hear it, like he said to me, Andreas, you have to stay. You have to stay, and you're gonna play with me. And I was like, Wow, a manager come in and say this to me. Okay, I'm gonna stay. I want to play. Like I was, I was like, how how do you say? I had no energy after three months. I didn't play. I had no energy. I was like. Going home, I was like, what am I doing? I don't play, I just train. It's not, I felt like I played the whole season in Valencia, feeling important, feeling like I want you to be there. So I was three months, didn't play a game. I was like. Just before we move further into this episode, I want to ask you, do you feel like you are currently getting the most out of your life? Not just talking on the pitch here. I believe that life is all about growing in all areas. And to guide you in your growth, I've developed the On The Ball Mindset Planner a planner to support athletes in finding out who they really are, beyond the pitch. This planner will get you thinking ahead while staying in the present, by its life assessments, daily goal settings and journal prompts and so much more. To get yours now, go to ontheballmindset.com. The content in this planner really did change my life and my hope is that it changes yours too. Yeah, I want to, so, so that feeling there, right? So people, people see, people see, you know, in the football world, like how things are going well, you know, you're on top of the world, but how do you, how did you feel when, when you, you know, you're not playing for three months and you're going home and, and how did you handle that situation? It was, it was difficult. You know, it's for me, it was, I think the most difficult time um, after playing two seasons and then coming back here playing so well, go to the national team, come back. Yeah. Think you'll kick on and it's like it's like, ooh, and I didn't play nothing anymore. And three months I was like, I get home, I was like getting crazy. I was like, what the fuck am I doing here? Like I wanna play. You know? My head was like all the time I go to sleep, I'm like, what do I have to do better? I have to what be stronger i have to play faster what do i have to do so i went around i asked what what can i do better to play well and it's it's difficult sometimes like the manager he want to play a player and, it's, and it's his way of thinking and you're not gonna play you can do whatever you want you're not gonna play in the end if you don't want it yeah. so i was i was just said i said i'm gonna focus on myself like the last times i did it wow man the I'm going to work, you know, at home. I have a gym at home. I build like a little gym at home. said, I'm going to go to the gym in the in training ground. I'm going to work hard, you know, show them I'm angry that I want to play and then come home, train even more because when they're resting, I'm going to train. 
So yeah, yeah. even more ready. So I'm I did this like for three, four, five months, and then Ole came in and gave me an opportunity to come in. And when I came in, I did well because I was ready. And in this season, when when he put me in, I scored the goal of the season. I was like, Yeah, man. The season was for me like up, down, and then oh. up again. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's so, so it's so interesting you're saying this, and it's like, you know, you speak to so many players. Like I've had a lot of players on here also, where it's like we know football is full of ups and downs, ups and downs, and it's and it's easy to to go into that negative things when things get hard, for example, and you start to go negative and say, why does this have to happen to me? And and you know, like I'm not I'm not playing. Like what do I need to do to play? And what I hear from you is, is so powerful where you say, I'm just going to focus on myself. I'm just going to focus on myself and give myself the best. Like I'm going to do everything in my power and in my control, because at the end of the day, you can't control the manager. You can't control the things, but you can only control what you can control. And when I hear that from you, it's so powerful because that got you to where you are now, you know? every opportunity that you had from young also you know from from that bangal era where he was like okay i'm not going to take you but you know this is it's pressure also you put in that pressure on yourself you put in that pressure of like okay you know i've just told him now shit now i have to now i have to show because now my words have to match my actions you know and that and that's like also uh, what i respect from you a lot in that in that way because not a lot of people would would do that you know, in that situation, especially because it puts that extra pressure on you, you know, to now you have to perform, you know, that did you ever feel in, in, in your career where, where you look back and think, you know, that there, there's a lot of pressure right now on me. I better perform like in training where, for example, you know, if things, if a pass doesn't go, doesn't go well, you're like, shit, the next one has to go well. But did it ever go for a phase of where, you know, you're, you're, you're not confident and you didn't really believe in, in, in your ability or you didn't feel like you doubted if you were even good enough to go and play? Yeah, it was, it was like that when I came back, like in these three months, because in the beginning I was training well, doing my stuff and I didn't go to the games. I was like, something's wrong. So you start to doubt yourself. You're like, I'm doing something wrong. So you start to change the way you play well. So you start to play away from your abilities. Like you're going to try to convince the manager of something you cannot do. So yeah. it's like I was trying to like get into tackles, playing quickly two touch. That's not my game. Like, mm-hmm. and I was like, and I, and I was losing balls. I was trying to play hold up. Bro, I'm not strong. Imagine me playing hold up against Paul. Losing balls, I was like, I was like, wait a minute. And then I looked to like exactly this was happening. I was like, what am I doing? I was like, I'm trying to be a player for somebody. It's not. I have to be the best player I can be. And after the manager sees this, I will play. It's not because ah, um, I need a defensive midfielder. Uh, I need them to play quickly. I'm going to do this exactly the way he wants. Maybe I'm not good at it, you know. He has to find the player that it's like, um, how I say, the profile yeah. that fits. You don't, you cannot change your profile. It's like your kind of player and that's it. Yeah. So the thing was like, I had to 
a lot of times in training, I give a pass, was gone. You know, when we're doing like, uh, we're going to set up like, oh, they're going to play against uh, Chelsea. So we're like the Chelsea team yeah. and they play and you're like, I'm going to get my head, you know. I was angry. I'm like, mm, I'm going to try to fuck this up, you know. I'm going to try to kill. And <laughs> you get the ball, you do something and like, just stick to the normal. I'm like, shit. <laughs> You start, you wanted to do something like to show, but then it's like, oh no. And then you're in your head, you know, it's, it's exactly. so easy to get in your head. Then it's, it, people get in your head all the time. When you're in this space, like you have to be calm and, and try to avoid, you know, these things. Because when you do something wrong and they say, fucking hell, just fucking wake up. You're like, you fucking wake up. Yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. And, yeah. and danger because... They don't know what you're feeling. They, they're playing. They're feeling too. Like when you're playing, you don't feel this. Like you have a little bit anger inside. And yeah. anyone says something to you, you explode. Triggered. Like, yeah, yeah, you're triggered. So, so it's, it's normal. But after like the years, like the months, and I get used to it, and I was looking, every time I had a difficult situation, I came back better. But yeah. I had to myself. I had to be calm become even home you know with my it was my girlfriend at the time become with my girlfriend sometimes i, I get into fights with her because of football oh, yeah even till today it's like this i come back from training i lose a game in training i get angry upset i drive home i arrive home she's like how is your day don't speak to me yeah I, bro i hear you bro this was so, this was a break point breaking point for me you know like I used to, so I've said, the, I say this a lot, like, I'm like, I used to go home and you get angry with your wife, you know, you get angry with even, even your parents. I used to come home and I started, your mom starts to talking, ah, oh, you know, you start to get angry, but they're the ones that are actually supporting you. And it was like a breakthrough moment because it was like, why am I coming home angry to the people that love me for me? Not because I play football. They love me for the person I am. So why am I going to bring the baggage from football home you know i want to like there's more to life than just playing like i'm not gonna let this situation from football affect who i am you know i want to be consistent with who i am i want to still be the same happy guy even if i'm not playing which can be so difficult but we need to realize that we cannot bring the stress home from football to our family we still need to be the same best dad that you can be. Now, you know, you have a daughter now. You still want to be the best dad that you can be. Still be the best husband that you can be. Rather than, you know, bringing the stress home from football and, and feeling like all this is on top of you where you don't know what to do with yourself. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So that's, that's the way. It's like always when you have a down period, you have to chill on yourself. You know, you have to mm -hmm. focus on and then after that, it's like you said, you're not going to be angry with your girlfriend, wife or, or with your family or anything at home. Like you have to try to keep it there. And it's difficult, but it's the best thing to do. Otherwise, you'll end up overthinking. And when you think much, it's done. Your brain is finished. When you're in your head, you're dead. Like that is Tony Robbins taught me that, bro. Like he says, when you're in your head, you're dead. Because you start to think things in your head and then like, Am I good enough? What does this guy think? What does the coach think? You're in your head. 
and the, the players even think you're not good enough. That, that's what you're thinking in your mind. Like, oh, they don't even want me to play. The agents don't want me to play. They, they're playing because of the agents. You know, you're in your head. And then you're like, you start to even put the passes not where you want to put it. And then your confidence is gone. You know, it's so, it's so important to catch yourself in that moment. Take responsibility for your own things. Control the things that you can control and understand that everybody is on their own mission. You know, like focus on yourself first and then you can bring your, yourself. And that's what, you know, you always did. That's what we can really take from you. But I also, for, for what I want to go into, like it also got to a point, you know, you're going, you're at Valencia, you know, you're playing well, you're getting that Champions League squad, but now you're, you're, you're playing at Old Trafford. You know, the expectations are three points. You know, the expectations are you got to play well. You know, it's expected. Like, yeah. how do you handle that pressure of having to perform every week? It's, to be fair, it's, it's um, when I started to play more this season, like this season I played the most at United. Um, in the beginning, we started off like against Chelsea. Boom, great. 4-0, got an assist. Boom, we're going to kill it this season. Yeah. yeah. Like, as the games go on, we're doing well. I was like, I was still in the team and I was I'm playing regularly and I was playing well, but I couldn't like trigger myself. I couldn't play like the best I can because I was worried about too much, too many things like in, in the pitch. Like I was like, I have to do it good. I have to, I cannot mess this up. I can't. And a player, the way I play, you know, I cannot think, you know, as a striker, so you cannot think too much about worrying if I lose the ball here. You're gonna no. You have to do it. Have to do it. And and like, I played like a lot of games, and I played well, and I played some bad games, and I was like, I looked back at myself. I said like, okay, I'm playing well. I'm playing regularly for the first team. Um, it's difficult because the people want you to get three points. They want, they're like, if you don't get three points, the the press kill you. Um, the team, the fans, they will kill you. It's normal, but it's thing you, you have to get used to it, you know. In the beginning, I was, I need maybe even read a little, like a little bit of the comments. I was like, mm. like and they were like, fuck off, ah, you go out of my club. And I was like, Ross, angry man, people, people are angry outside. I said, like, he's so angry. Passionate, bro, it's passion. Then I was like, expect the three points, you know. And then I was like, you know, all right, I understand that they're angry, but I'm going to focus again. I'm going to focus on myself. I'm not going to read any comments. I'm not going to do anything. I'm going to play the best I can and try to play better and better. And, and that's what happened. Like when I came to December and I played well and I, in two games in a row, I, I gave assists and I was feeling better. You know, it was getting all into place and I, I was feeling better. And then Bruno came and then he started to play. And I played in a bit more defensive position. And then I got out of the team. And then it was like the same thing. I was like, wait, wait a second. I'm not going to happen. Like, I'm going to be like angry. I'm not going to be angry. I'm going to be calm because I show what I can do. But I know in my head, it's not even the half of what I can do. Yeah, yeah. I can much more. I can I know what the player I am. I know the goals I scored before. I know who and. I didn't. I scored two goals this season, and two goals. One 
against Brighton was like a, a shitty goal, like a shot, like deflected. Yeah, 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 yeah. I was like, you know, I can do much better. So I'm going to be calm. I signed a new contract. My baby just born. And this helped me a lot. Like, I, I'm sure if I didn't have my, my baby, I was, I was going to eat my head, you know, stay home. Why am I playing? I have to play. I'm out of the team. I had to get back in. But now I come home and it's like, poof, I'm in another world with my baby. I forget them. Yeah. So I go to training. I sleep. I'm like, I want to play. I want to, I know what to do. So I just focus on myself. I'm training even harder. And, and then when I start to get back into the games, I the last game against the last I scored and I felt, when I scored, I felt it like, you know, when it, it goes like, I feel, like exactly. Felt like a relief, like, okay, it's like, Andreas, deep down, you're still there. Let's do it. Ah, yeah, man, I hear you. I hear you, bro. Like, I hear you. It, it feels good, you know, so. And then after that, uh, the coronavirus came and, and everything. And so I'm still, we're training hard, but still, I had the feeling like, I'm like, Phew, I'm still here, so I'm, I can do it. I can imagine, man. It's so difficult, you know, like, 80,000 people at Old Trafford, like they expected, the expectations are so high. The negative press is like, is dip, like you said before, like the negative press from like, you know, everybody speaks so, so like, oh, this, you won bad game, or like you can have a good game Tuesday, Saturday, they kill you again, you know, like it's like that inconsistent, like it's, it must be so, you know, difficult to, to deal with that emotionally. Because it's like, even when you're walking on the street, they recognize you, right? You know, they, they're like, they, oh, there's Andreas, you know? It's like, it must be so hard on you mentally. Like, like I have so much respect of how you handle everything because it's like, I can imagine that can eat at your mind, you know? It can eat, yeah. you, it can eat you alive. And, and it's like they say, you know, only the strong do survive. It's like, it's really true because the things that you have to go through, the things that you have to overcome, the the constant battles that you have every single day, not just, not just, uh, you know, once a week, it's every day there's new battles that you have to overcome. And it's like with that negative press and that negativity, you know, like you said, like, you, do you really not read it? Like, do, or do you like think, okay, yeah, each to, each to their own, like with their opinions, like how do you really handle that negative press? Yeah, it's, it's like, I started to think like, when I was on top, people speak unbelievable. Oh, Andreas is unbelievable. When you're on the bottom, they're like, Andreas, why your shit? Get out of the club. You cannot play for United. He has to go to another club, blah, blah, blah. It's always, it's always like that, you know, with fans, with media. They're, they're all like sensation, you know. What you do, like you said, your last game, they will remember. And, mm -hmm. But football, as players, we know it's not like that managers and everyone they don't look at you like that so yeah. yeah i started to think like i cannot read these comments or get in you know like get um how can i say like emotional uh, really cannot get in this emotion like this roller coaster you know i have to be always the same yeah i'm playing playing bad i have to train work hard be the same focused mm -hmm. Because in the end of the day, you win a game, what you're going to do after? You're going to train. You lose a game, what you, day, what you do the day after? You're going to train again. Yeah. So always training, always being calm, 
because stable in your head and and stable in your training and consistent you're gonna play better and better if you go with all these people you're you're like you're gonna be a roller coaster like like your career so true it's so true and it's it's what you're saying is is real facts you know like with that stuff it's like ups and downs ups and downs but we gotta stay consistent you know we gotta stay consistent with who we are you know it's it's that like who is andreas you know andreas is is this guy so we you got to stay consistent with who he is rather than one day he's like hey bro how are you doing and one day he's like yes bro what you're saying it's like no bro you got to be consistent with who you are and it's like it comes in not just football it comes with your life so have you got any last last words for the listeners or something that they can they can take away with um yeah like i said just you know if things not going well just stay calm don't stop doing the things you were doing before and think like I have to do something else. Like, no, just do the things you're doing. Just stick at it. Always be calm, be happy, be great for what God and, and life has given to you and, and just take it on the chest and, and you will kill it. Love it, bro. Love it, bro. Thank you, bro. Thank you for coming on here, man. Bro. Yo, it's Kenji. I hope you enjoyed this episode. And as always, I want to keep this conversation going. So please send me a DM on Instagram with any thoughts, takeaways and any questions.